The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome to the Mindspo podcast. My name is Rochelle Fox. I am your host and you are tuning in for yet another solo episode. And today we are deep diving into the world of standards. But before we deep dive into the world of standards and I really kind of unleash all of my thoughts on this topic, I just want to talk to you about how I'm feeling right now. Because as I record this episode for you, I am definitely in a different kind of energy and mode to what I'm normally in. I feel like when I record this podcast, I have a certain kind of standard. And that standard is that I show up on this podcast as teacher Rochelle, like the Rochelle that is going to help you become more self-aware and is going to have answers and a plan. And I really always want to make these episodes actionable and practical for you. And although this episode will have elements of that, this episode is also really coming to you in an energy that is more what I would say, voice note, Rochelle, personal, figuring her shit out kind of mode, if that makes any sense. I don't normally record topics on the podcast with things that I'm like currently navigating. I usually figure things out and come with clear, concise ideas. But right here, right now, I am working through this topic, this topic of standards that I'm going to rift on today. And it has been a a big kind of topic for me all week and something that I'm really deep diving into and analyzing the heck out of in my life. And it's been an awakening. I have been, as Kylie Jenner would say, realizing stuff. (laughs) I've been realizing a lot of stuff and it's taken the blinders off uh, a lot of things that I have been navigating. So I want to kind of break down what standards are and give you an analogy that I feel really helped me understand standards in my own head. Standards are what we accept from people and what we accept from the world. We all have standards, whether we are aware of them on a conscious level or not, we all unconsciously and consciously have a certain standard that we are willing to accept or that we are also expecting from people, from life, from our career, from our finances, from the way we look. We all have a standard that is set in our heads and we We are generally in life always looking to meet that standard and we generally are happy or satisfied with our life and how things are going when we are living in alignment to our standards. So I'm going to give you an example of this. Let's just say you go to a coffee shop with 
friend A, and we're going to call friend A Amanda. And when you're at this coffee shop with your friend, Amanda, friend A, you and Amanda both order coffees. You order yourself a dirty chai latte and your friend Amanda, she orders herself a soy milk cappuccino. Now, Amanda is lactose intolerant, so she really needs that soy milk cappuccino. She's very specific that she needs soy milk. But Amanda, while she is lactose intolerant, she's also a little bit of a people pleaser. And she's the sort of person that doesn't really necessarily want to rock the boat or complain too much about life. She's always looking to make others happy. So what happens is these two coffees come and your dirty chai latte arrives. Great use. Ordered from the universe, from the server, from the waiter, a dirty chai latte, and it arrives. You had a standard for a dirty chai latte. You were going to pay $5 for your dirty chai latte. It's there. Tick, standard, achieved. You've got your dirty chai latte. You got what you ordered. Amanda, on the other hand, Amanda gets a cappuccino, no soy milk. She sips this cappuccino with no soy milk, And she realizes that it has normal milk in it and she's lactose intolerant. Now she had a standard for what she wanted at that cafe, which was a soy milk cappuccino. And instead she didn't get what her standard was. She got a normal cappuccino. But Amanda being friend A, being the people pleaser that she is, not wanting to rock the boat, she decides not to voice her opinion. So she lowers her standards. She lowers what it is that she wants and she just accepts what the universe gives her and she does it without complaint. Now she does this, but secretly she's unhappy with this. And what happens as a result is she drinks this cappuccino and she ends up with a stomach ache. She ends up literally feeling unwell physically from this cappuccino. Now, then you go to the cafe the next day with friend B. We're going to call friend B Bridget. You will once again order your dirty chai latte and your dirty chai latte comes and Bridget, she orders a dirty chai latte as well. But instead of a dirty chai latte coming, Bridget order gets mixed up and she gets a soy milk cappuccino. Now, Bridget being Bridget and being ballsy and being very clear on what her standards are and being the kind of person that advocates for what she wants and being clear about what she wants, she tells this waiter, hi, I ordered a dirty chai latte, just like my friend. You gave me a soy milk cappuccino. I would like a dirty chai latte. And As a result, what happens? Well, the waiter goes, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Let me go change the order. Now, what's the difference between Bridget and Amanda? They both had standards. They both had things that they wanted. One person speaks up and doesn't settle for what they get. And your other friend, Amanda, she also has standards, but she instead settles for what she gets. And what she gets isn't what she wants. Amanda ends up with a stomach ache, unhappy, unsatisfied, never wanting to go to that cafe again and feeling disappointed in servers. And Bridget, on the other hand, is ballsy. She gets what she wants and she moves on with life and she keeps navigating with that energy, with that ballsy, direct, bold energy that gets results. Now, this is the conundrum that I've been in because I would like to think that I am Bridget in life. I would like to think that I have standards. I don't settle. I go for what I want. But when I am really honest with myself, lately I have been Amanda 
And not just lately, I would say in the last few years, there are certain areas of my life that I have been Amanda. I have had standards. I have had things that I've wanted. I've had things that I'd wanted to change, but I've just been willing to accept things that are less than and not what I actually want for myself. And this is really when I get down to the core of why I made this move to Sydney and why I am currently changing my life in so many different ways, it's because I haven't been satisfied fully with a lot of different areas of my life. And I really hate saying that on this podcast or even just to anyone, because I think that I don't ever want to sound ungrateful and I don't ever want to sound like I'm unfulfilled or unhappy because I have been happy and I have been fulfilled, but there are just some areas that I haven't been happy in and some areas that I haven't been fulfilled in. I feel like we're always at the sliding scale and I definitely have allowed myself to convince myself in some ways, in some kind of I, I think maybe because I'm such a like a glasses half full kind of person and such a grateful person and I'm always looking for the best in everything that I've allowed myself to get into that energy for too long and be too happy and be too grateful and be too settly that it has now gone to like such a long point where it is now giving me like stomach pains on a regular basis. And those stomach pains that like Amanda would have from her soy milk cappuccino that was actually a milk cappuccino, what I've been experiencing in my life on a daily basis from making decisions and settling for things and just being okay with things that I am actually not really okay with on a deep soul level. Did that analogy make any sense? Like I said, this episode feels more like a voice note than me actually teaching you something because this is what I've been trying to figure out. I have been just deep in my life going through all of the areas of my life that I feel like I've been settling in. And ever since I got to Sydney, I've been really analyzing and like looking at my life and realizing that I have to set myself higher standards if I want to have a different result. If I want things to change, I need to stop settling for what it is that I have been settling for. I need to be ballsy. I need to really get into that bold, ballsy energy and say, I want more. I'm desiring more. I'm asking for more and I'm not willing to settle for less. It really does feel like right now I'm going through some kind of like energetic breakup with the old version of me or this old kind of character that I was. And I don't even want to call it a character because it's not like I was like playing some kind of role, but I do feel like we're always evolving who we are. Like we're always evolving into different versions of ourselves, And that's something that I've been navigating. And and it's been really interesting because I feel it's been in the last year or so where there have been certain things that have really changed internally for me. There's certain things that I never wanted that now I want, or there's certain things that I didn't really bother me or I didn't really think about, but now I'm thinking about, and I'm like, oh, I'm not happy with that. Like, why have I been so okay with that for so long? And I think this comes with age. I think this comes with changing our, our path and what it is that we want. And I think this comes from really getting clear on the patterns that we have in our life. 
This is something that I see like standards, this like concept of standards is something that I think we see so much in the dating world. And I I feel like maybe because I haven't dated for so long, this is feeling like such a revolutionary concept for me again. Like I've heard of standards and I've like used standards before in my personal development journey, but because I feel standards are usually spoken about when it comes to dating, when it comes to relationships, sometimes because these topics are usually like focused on that area of personal development, I feel like it's eluded me for such a long time because I I do definitely feel if you want to meet a certain kind of man or a woman, or you want a certain kind of relationship, or you want a certain kind of treatment in your life from someone, then you have standards for how you want to be treated, for how you want a relationship to be. And I feel like when people in that dating world, and they're also in the personal development world, they're really good at getting clear on what their standards are and what it is they want and what they're willing to accept. And I've been so, you know, happy in my relationship and so committed in so many different areas of my life that I haven't really thought about this concept of standards. But it wasn't until I got to Sydney where I started realizing how many things that I wanted to raise the standard of. I'll give you an example. I want to raise the standard of how I dress and how I I present myself on a day-to-day basis. I feel as an expat, like living in Bali for the last few years, I've just been in beach bum mode. I haven't really been expressing myself and my sense of style. And I've had just like a really like low standard for like my clothes. Like I'll get dressed up if I'm taking an Instagram photo out somewhere and we're shooting something or if I'm going for a nice dinner with friends, but just on a day-to-day basis, I don't have like a, a certain standard that I dress for. And that has made me realize that like I, I'm dressing myself, dressing yourself as like really putting on clothes, which is like an expression of energy. I've been in this kind of wishy-washy, unsure kind of energy through what I wear on a regular basis. And I want to change that. And in order to change that, I have to have a higher standard for what it is that I wear and the kind of clothes that I'm willing to put on. And another thing is the standard of living that you are involved in. This sounds like a weird one, but being in Bali for the last six years and being in Asia, there is definitely like a lower standard for buildings and for just how people like live in like on a day-to-day basis. I feel like if you can actually like live in Asia, if you don't live in places like Bali, you wouldn't ever notice this because you don't stay there long enough to to notice little things, but there are definitely like little like living standard things that I've realized that I've just gotten so used to that have like really lowered my energy and made me feel less abundant and less aligned with the kind of person that I want to be. And this idea of standards ever since I got to Sydney I realized that there are certain standards that I had for myself that I have continued to keep allowing ever since I moved. And if I don't raise my standards for certain areas of my life, then I'm not going to change anything. Like I have to raise my standards and understand that I have to reject and redirect things when they don't come the way that I want them to. I need to stop settling for less than what it is that I want and less than what I'm actually worth. And this definitely comes down to self-worth, but I think the area that I struggle with this in is I I feel like as a person, maybe through 
meditation and, and maybe just through like really intense, deep levels of gratitude. Like I'm someone that is so grateful for everything, every single day. Like I'm not someone that likes to complain about my life or to complain about different areas. Like I, I like to be grateful and realize how lucky I am because I am so freaking lucky. But in doing that, in some ways I've gaslit myself, I think a little bit to feel happier about things or more grateful or more like, I don't even know the word, like more satisfied with things than what I actually am because I'm fearful of feeling unsatisfied. Like I don't want to disappoint someone or anger someone. And I've been trying to really work out like who that someone is, who is this imaginary person that I'm disappointing because what's actually happening is I'm disappointing myself. (laughs) I'm realizing that I've actually ended up disappointing myself by accepting certain things or going along with certain things or not voicing certain things that were important to me and asking for more or changing the way things have been done. Anyway, I'm rambling, but these are the things that I've been working through in the last week. And I think what I want to say to you is where in your life are you being Amanda when really you need to be Bridget? Like where in your life are you settling and saying, oh, it's okay that you didn't get my coffee order right. And you completely fucked up my like morning experience with my coffee that I get once a day. And instead actually saying, no, hang on a second. Like I I want something else. Like, could you please change it? And I think this is the thing that if we don't voice that we want to change something, if we don't let people know, or we don't let the universe know that this is an actually what we're after. This isn't actually in alignment. If we don't change, then nothing's going to change. So there has to be this voicing, this awareness that we bring to life in order to change life. Like you, you can't just keep coasting and expecting things to change. You can't just keep doing the same things and expecting a different result. This is like literally the law of cause and effect. Like if you want a different effect, then you're going to have to change the cause. Like you're going to have to change things. And being in this chapter of change, being in Sydney, being in this kind of, I guess, this like bubble of wanting to make a lot of changes and kind of realign my path and reimagine what life could be. I am deeply (laughs) looking at my standards and I am starting to ask for more and decide that I'm worth more and to not do it in a a narcissistic kind of, oh my God, look at me, I'm so valuable. Not that energy, but in a really soul aligned, heart centered, like, nah, like I'm not accepting that. Like, no, that's not okay. No, I'm not going to gaslight myself and just say that I'm happy with that when actually I'm not happy with that. And I think that that's been a really interesting chapter or is it a chapter? I don't know. It's been a really interesting thing that I'm navigating. And if you are someone that wants more in your life or wants change and you're wanting to shift things, I would really ask you just to literally look at your standards, look at this whole entire concept and look at it outside of relationships because standards go for everything. They go for finances, they go for work, they go for self-care, self-love, the way you talk to yourself. Everything can be related back to your standards. Like we literally have invisible standards for everything. And I have been writing out like all of the things that I have standards for, all of the areas of my life that I obviously have a standard for. And I've been asking myself, like, what 
what is it that your standard is here? And it has been shocking (laughs) to see just like how I've been willing to accept certain things that I actually don't want or that actually don't feel fully aligned out of some random fear that it's going to be bad or negative or I'm going to seem outrageous or ungrateful if I ask for more. I think at the end of the day, like we're all worthy of whatever it is that we decide that we're worthy of. Like you are worthy of everything and more. But the thing is like, why is it that not everyone gets everything and more? Why is it that some people get more than others? And I think it's because we really do set our worth. We really do set what it is that we believe we are worth. And we are in this kind of unspoken agreement with the universe through our vibes, through our energy, through our actions as to what it is that we are willing to accept and what it is we are not willing to accept. So you've got to have this like internal dialogue. Like you've got to journal this out. You've got to start asking yourselves these questions and get really, really clear. What is it that you are accepting that really on a soul level you want to reject? So there you have it. That is today's podcast. I hope it was insightful. (laughs) I hope it wasn't just a rambling voice note because to me, that's what it felt like it was. Yeah, it's been an interesting week and a bit. And I do feel like this is going to be an absolute roller coaster of self-growth over this next six months. It's interesting. I feel like there was a while recently where I just felt like I stopped growing and I stopped developing and I stopped figuring stuff out for myself. And I was just teaching and educating and, and just kind of in teacher mode, but I wasn't really like learning new things for myself. I wasn't kind of in this like discovery mode, let's say. I, but I got to tell you, ever since I got to Australia, I have been deep in learning. I have been reading and researching and writing and analyzing and just opening my mind up to so many things. And I feel like it has been life on hyperspeed, which I think is hilarious and ironic because most people, they go to places like Bali and they feel like that is like their giant awakening where I feel like the last little while, maybe even years that I was there, there were like patches of realizing stuff and growing. But I do feel like this has been for me, this kind of like massive (laughs) spiritual growth kind of like bam. I feel like I'm on like an eat, pray, love adventure, but rather than being in Bali, I'm in, in Sydney. It's like the reverse of what people normally experience. I feel like just because I've been there for so long, I, I, it just didn't challenge me anymore. But being back here, it has been exactly what I wanted, which is I'm learning so many things. I'm discovering so many things. Like everything is making sense and falling into place. And I just feel like I'm I'm growing on such an insane, like hyperspeed kind of level. And it's been so exciting, but also really challenging and really, yeah, interesting. <laughs> I'm going to stop yabbering on. This is what I'm like on a voice note, by the way. I am that friend. If you guys, I'm sure you've all had that friend. Maybe you love them. Maybe you hate them. But I am that voice note friend that could just talk for hours and hours and hours. And that's why I never come on this podcast with this energy because I could literally just sit here and talk about life and the universe and esoteric concepts and personal growth and all of the things that I'm moving through for hours we're not going to do that. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to send you guys so much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, let me know because I feel a little bit nervous putting it up. I don't know. It just feels different to my usual ones. So put it out and stop overanalyzing it. (laughs) And I'll see you in the next one. Over and out. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations, and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.